0: Hi, it's Sunny. And this week on Cherry Conversations, not only do I get a special guest, like I say often on Cherry Conversations, but a very special guest. Jenny Pierce was the very person who told me to start doing this podcast and this show. We called it Jesus Plus Life, season one, but season two and season three now are called Cherry Conversations. But it was Ginny's idea that we have conversations. We have interview style conversations that are more like having coffee. And so this week we talk with Ginny and we talk about how to be a mom that's not just getting by or getting through, but who is flourishing by having mentors, by having peers around us who are also momming, but also how to flourish. In fact, Ginny's ministry is called Flourish and it's for moms. So we touch on that a bit too. You're gonna love this week's cheery conversation.
1: And this week, our special guest is
0: also our special friend,
1: Jenny Pierce. <gasps> <Our special laughs> do you know that it was Jenny's
0: idea to ever do this show when yes. it was called Jesus Plus Life? Fun fact yes.
1: Our very first guest. On the very first show, which is Jesus plus Life, yes, and so we have her back again. Yay. So We're super excited about the conversation. Jenny has been married to her husband Jonathan for ten years. Jonathan is the the worship pastor here at Life Church. Um, they also sport CrossFit rings. We learned that today. But we do learned you that do today. CrossFit?
0: No. no.
1: <laughs> okay. Definitely. Do you think CrossFitters get mad when people <laughs> wear their CrossFit them? rings? Posers. Yeah. Posers. Okay. Oh okay. my gosh. I'm a <laughs> we're, we're sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm just a mom, and my uh, ring gets in the way. Yeah. So. Um. They also have two really cute kids, like super cute kids. Yeah. Both oh, in school cute. this year. Yeah. Your youngest is in preschool, so yeah. that's a new season. Ginny mm-hmm. uh, worked in ministry for quite a while and is now a full time. Mom, she
0: managed the first Exchange Coffee House. So many facts yes. about me. She managed it in the I second did. building before we went before we went public. We're not publicly traded. Yeah, she I ha- mean, before we went public, She taught me how to be a barista. That was like one of my dreams was to be. A you were barista. on the coffee
1: team
2: the coffee at team. the first Exchange. Yes, I recruited you to be on the coffee team, but then I recruited you to be on the worship team. Manager. you,
0: you <laughs> yeah. fired her from the coffee team and said I you found out she have could a- sing mm-hmm. and
2: was like,
1: I think you're supposed to be doing worship, not. Yeah, oh, you're too good. Fun times though. Such fun times. So today, I mean we're not going to talk about coffee, but we're going to talk about other stuff. But we're going to talk about other stuff. But what we want to talk about today with Ginny is about being a mom, but we have that conversation on this show a lot about mom things, but what we really want to talk about is the importance of having a, a support group of other moms when you're a mom. So yeah. we're going to talk about that. Today Jenny also just started Flourish, which is a, a gathering of moms. So we're going to talk about that a little bit because that really I, that really feeds into this idea of having a support group of moms. So uh, when did you have that kind of like aha moment when you're like, man, I need to have other moms in my life as I'm doing this journey thing that we call motherhood? Well, I think honestly, it probably started when I was
2: pregnant with my first child. There are just so many unknowns and I'm a planner. I like to know what to expect. So I'm, you know, reading the books and talking to people and trying to take it all in, but you quickly, you know, there were people who were pregnant at the same time as me and you kind of bond with them. You know, you know, you plan, oh, our kids could be in the same grade and maybe they'll get married one day. No, but you do. Um, <laughs> you you do. It's true. You kind of do. <laughs> no. Um, so I think it started super early and then, um, I think, like, play dates when your kids are, you know, under one is so important. And just so you can get through those first couple months after you have your first baby, you're like a zombie. Mm. You have no idea what's happening, what's coming next. And, um, you know, I guess depending on how many, like, family members you might have in your life helping out or whatever. So I think just from day one from day one, it was like, you need people who are in
1: your season of life walking with you, even if it's just one or two.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, for sure, I know we've talked about having people in a season ahead of you, but it's also important to have people in the same season Mm -hmm. so that you don't feel like um, you're the only one experiencing something in that moment. Because
0: in the moment, it feels really crazy. Well, and I'm sure you get a lot of advice which we need advice from the people the season ahead. Mm -hmm. But when you're lacking in sleep, what you hear from the season ahead or two is, oh, they grow up so fast. Just enjoy it. You're like, (laughs) I can't enjoy this. So I'm sure there's a bit of like, um, okay, I need them to sympathize a little bit. Somebody who's living my life. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. You need that connection of people who are going through the exact same thing. Especially, I feel like that baby phase is so important to have people who are, they understand like what it's like not to sleep the entire night or they understand like like nursing or whatever like all these hurdles you have to you have to overcome sometimes like we were talking the other day and you're like I don't even remember that I don't remember when they start eating solids which is you know how are you why would you remember that but you need people who are like oh it's this it's this it's this um to kind of compare like, oh, you know, get ideas from, that's mm-hmm. how I am. I'm a, like, I like to be teachable and go, this, work,
1: this is not working for me, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. That's so good. good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So when we talk about having a, a support group of moms, mm-hmm. is there something that you look for for s- certain circles of people to be really close to mm-hmm. you? Is there like specific things you're looking for Because sometimes the things that you go through as a mom are really private and sometimes really Mm -hmm. intimate and really hard. And it's not something you might share with just anyone. Mm -hmm. But what are some things that people should look for for that circle of mom support? So it's funny. I feel like with friends, finding finding the right
2: um, close friends is like dating. Mm. It really is. Like you might... Um, and it it is funny. You when you think back to like when you're when you're a young mom and you're like at the park, you're like, look at you like she looks nice. Like her kids are the same <laughs> so age. True. Like yeah. should I talk to her? She gonna think I'm weird. Like you know, our kids are playing together now, so it's kind of like dating where you kind of inter or an interview. You know, you could view it as kind of like that. You know, like you you hang out a few times and see if you click. And some people you're just like you might have just extreme differences. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some of my friends, and we have, like, very different philosophies on of life and parenting and stuff, and we still get along really well. But m- I'd say most of my real close friends, we have the same roots, kind <coughs> of. You know what I mean? Um, spiritually and our goals as parents are the same. Maybe we have different, like, methods and philosophies of, of actual parenting, but I think our goals are the mm. same. So I think—and y- you have to be— like, it has to be someone you can be really comfortable around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a competitive person. And it, it that's hard for me to be... A, we have such a competitive culture in mothering these days. Everything's yeah. on social media. And everyone has... You know, you post your highlight reel. And then people are, you know... It's just constantly competing and we cannot buy into that Mm -hmm. and so I've been in in those situations too though when you're in a group of moms and everyone's you know trying to top each other and they know best and and that's hard we need to I feel like that's not a healthy situation to be in Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: so that would be good advice for moms that are watching or soon-to-be moms that self-awareness is huge right we may be very opinionated well, we probably are. Like, what we believe, that's our opinion. We could talk about that. But to be self-aware, to know, okay, I don't know of these four ladies who breastfeeds, who is, doesn't, who vaccinates, who doesn't, who, like, yeah. there's, th- who um, gives solid food at yeah. this month. And being self-aware, I think, is important. And then knowing who to, like, let your guard down mm-hmm. with yeah. and go, okay. Like, we're together one-on-one. We so have this foundation. Now let's talk about why do you go that direction? But I think I've seen it go really awry, like you're talking about, where you can have just such a huge competitive circle. Mm -hmm. And I think shrinking that circle Mm -hmm. down to, like you said, the ones that you really know your goals are the same. Right. So I think on both sides, like, I have to be self-aware as a mom. And, like, if I were 100% a homeschool mom, but you're a public school mom of our teenagers, which that's not the yes. case for us. I mean, right now we're both on the verge of <laughs> homeschooling again. But like to have that be the angst between yeah. us, just, yes. right. just silly.
1: And I think too, it like you always talk about comparison and how it's the great crippler. Mm-hmm. And I think that isn't so like every aspect of our life. And so when it comes to parenting too, I know, I just learned that it does my kids a disservice yes. to try to parent them the way someone else parents their kids because yeah. our, all of our families are so different yeah. and each of our kids are yeah, so different. Yeah, even our own
0: kids have yeah. to be to parented separately. Yeah, different. and so
1: I think you just have to have that confidence that you know, as a parent, if you're focused on being a really good parent and you're centered in, in, in wanting Jesus to be the center of your family and your parenting and everything, like be confident in that and Mm -hmm. so like if you have friends who are like well we only do homeschool or you know um i'm gonna stay at home full time versus the office like like celebrate what they feel is best for Mm -hmm. their family like celebrate that with them Mm -hmm. and then be totally confident about what you're doing with your family that's exactly it i
2: think that there's a balance between being confident and that's i definitely struggle with that you know i need to be confident with my choices Mm -hmm. but i don't like to make people uncomfortable like i'm a peacemaker in that way like I don't want to make anyone feel threatened or less than like I don't want someone to come around my house and leave feeling bad about themselves so I think yeah you have to find a balance you do such a good job at that so do you being confident in your decisions but then supporting other people hey this is her life Hmm. she can do that and that's okay but I think it's hard I think our natural instinct as a mother is just like mama bear and Mm -hmm. to protect our kids and we got to move forward and make these decisions and have confidence in them and that can come across as Mm overbearing because you're so Mm -hmm. you can be so overwhelmed when you first start out this race that you're like full speed ahead that you don't realize maybe like and you can have like you said you can have opinions that's totally okay but say things in love Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. is you know there's no there's just no place for that you know judgy mom Mm -hmm. thing. No one
0: benefits from that. I love that you said mama bear because that could be our kind of line in the sand. I'm mama bear to my kids. Mm I am mama bear to Isaiah and Aubrey. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a little mama bear in that if they bring a friend over that we're gonna, they immediately start to be part of our family because we're gonna still pray for our kids at night and pray for Jaime or Lauren or whoever's over and pray for them too. But, Um, we're going to keep doing us, but I love that you said mama bear because am I really trying to be mama bear of a hundred other kids out there? No, (laughs) no, no, no. Those are your kids. So that's my line and these are my kids. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's good. You said something else earlier too about being teachable. Like Mm. we can be confident in our choices, but it's really important to still be teachable. Like, right. I mean, how many of us started out with "I'm not gonna let my kids watch any TV"? Yes, no all. sugar, one hour no screen no sugar time, ever. Yeah. never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if you're really <laughs> confident in that, awesome. But I think you know, having being teachable. I mean, that's probably a bad example. I, I'm just. I think it. it's a great example that we that's don't really want example. to admit. <laughs> We're like, like,
0: they didn't have sugar until <laughs> their third birthday. Yeah. Well, but then when they did, they're like cocaine. <laughs> and now we, every time they go somewhere, they're like sugar, sure, <laughs> sugar. So it is it's just a reality. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But like happy that teachable, like if someone yeah. does in love, you know, or if you have a question, like ask a question, like don't be so confident that is prideful right. that you don't ask for help yeah. or ask a question. So anyway, that's like when you use that word teachable, teachable that, was so that. Mm-hmm. that was so good. That was so
2: good. I think of season and she's very sunny sister season, is so sweet. Whenever we talk about parenting, she always just brings up, well, what do you do here? I'm wondering what you do. She has questions, and I know that she is a very amazing, confident mother, but she is someone who is sweet and kind, and I think you can use that to develop a relationship. Mm. Maybe you don't know, and I her questions are genuine, but maybe you don't you know, need an answer to this question, but hey, why don't you ask her, mm-hmm. your friend how she does this? Mm-hmm. I think that's a missing element in a lot of friendships nowadays: is listening and caring about the other person. It's like mm-hmm. a, a lot of times a one-way street where mm-hmm. you have the alpha friend who's blah 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 blah, and the uh, other friend who's just sitting there and taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately, that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And probably that overconfidence is confidence, or that appearance of confidence in what I'm doing could be masking at times the insecurity. So, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna ask Ginny everything I need to ask because yeah. she'll totally get that I'm floundering. Yeah. And so then it comes across like pride and oh, they're confident, they never ask yeah. questions. But I, you know what, in all things, in all life, I believe that the person who, a confident person who does have the upper hand or does, could be even the expert in the area has this assurance about themselves that they're eager to ask questions mm-hmm. to anybody yeah. because they're they're confident in who they are. So it is really a core thing, right, mm-hmm. to start with.
1: Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, let's talk about flourish a little bit because we've been talking about the the importance and value of having mom friends and um, how to have a relationship with mom friends. So what I mean, what like made you go? I want to do this and. And how does it work? What is it? Yeah, so Flourish is right now. It's an
2: online gathering of moms. So we're a community of moms that come together, and it's for moms of kids age zero to eighteen. And we had a small moms group. There were twenty some of us last year that gathered, um, and it just was really great. And this year, Life Church gave us the opportunity to offer this for free, and it used to be. Quite a membership fee last year because we were part of a different group, and organization. So it's just so amazing. So I, I think I had a conversation probably with both of you separately and just said, I really feel like we should just make this our own, make it bigger, open it up to more ages. Um, so yeah, it just. And there's a
0: hundred ladies in the fall session. There's 140 yeah, she was gonna yeah. cut off at a hundred. Wow. You were gracious and cut off at one hundred forty. And I still see people going, oh, "Can I get in?" Of course, last minute yeah. doesn't get the yeah. worm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the early bird gets, gets the, the worm. Moss. Doesn't get no. the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some people, but they can they can get in in the another the session. winter session or another upcoming session if you're watching this. Uh, but you did open it up to one hundred and forty.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What I love about it is I know there are other mom groups, but they're typically for like younger right. kids. Right. And I'm 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 like, I have teenagers and still, yes. I still need I still need help. Yeah. And I yeah. I also want that, like, okay, who else has teenagers my age? Mm-hmm. And right. I need to talk about it all the time and right. like who else? Who else? And so I love that it's you have kids, come
2: and Your come and mom, join. Yeah. Right. We have leaders for every group. Um, and they the groups are really organized, uh, for the most part, by stage of motherhood. Yes. So, like, the young moms. Like, our friend Abby is a leader, and she she's a first-time mom. She has a seven-month-old. And um, most of the moms, all of the moms at her table have babies. There are a couple who have two kids, but most of them are first-time moms. Mm. So... Um, yeah, there are 14 different groups. I think we have 17 leaders, and all of them are moms within those age ranges.
1: Yeah. So great. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So it just gives people, this group of people, an opportunity to learn because there'll be some panels and some other things, but learn, but then really have this, this group, this conversation mm-hmm. with other moms and, you know, be able to grow with one another and talk about the stage they're in and, mm-hmm. and what they're going through. Right.
2: It's really exciting. We actually just launched the first um, meet and greet groups last night. So we have big live sessions online, but then um, also in between that, we have some, the leaders are hosting Facebook rooms with their groups.
1: So we had our first groups meet last night and that went really well. Aww. That was really great. That's so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So here's something for, for moms who maybe haven't, had the opportunity to be in Flourish, yeah, there will be an opportunity Mm -hmm. and maybe there'll be other things offered for them to be involved in, but if you're not in something like Flourish, well one, there may be other things like that that Mm -hmm. you can be a part of but um, if they're not like look for that mentor. So we talk about that a lot. So we talked about having the circle of people in your season Mm -hmm. but then also having some people that are maybe a little ahead of you Mm -hmm. so that you can ask them a little bit of like when you went through this, here's how you did that. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you look for in a
0: mentor? Mm-hmm. You want me to answer first because you need well, to answer too. Well, I was gonna too. say,
2: my mentors are sitting at this table. <laughs> Um, what do I look for? Hmm, I think, yeah, someone who's probably like 10 years ahead of me, which you both are generally that. We are not. I'm only two years ahead of you. I'm so sorry. Kidding. We are your age. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> I met
1: in parenting. We're
0: 32.
1: Oh, gosh. I'm oh, no, so we turned 33 sorry. this year. Wait, I mean, I think we're being more honest about our age. And yeah, yeah, I we, have admitted okay. the
0: four numbers. We've embraced you it. Yes, that okay, we we won't cut parenting. this out. This is the best part. Okay. In parenting, your kids are <laughs> yes. almost exactly She's 10 She's sad. She feels dead. You're fine. you My kids, you're it's not okay. old. <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. No, it's good. You We're the brats. We're the brats. Up. You look for a mentor mom that is that crazy. Is,
2: that is <laughs>
0: vain. And no, i
2: um, No, who is t- like a oh and the next stage in parenting ahead i'm so see i this don't like how, to offend this people this is called being politically correct
0: <laughs> yes this is pc
2: oh my gosh i'm so sorry we're we're no. a few so seasons anyway, ahead and honesty we know it <laughs> yeah we yes. know
0: we are we're we're at the teenage years well yeah tween yeah. Team, full-on teen teenagers yeah okay but to clarify you could be my sisters you have a
2: sister exactly so my sweet. age i know
0: I don't so. feel, we don't feel like your mom. Okay. You're not, and you weren't saying no, 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 get no. a mentor that's like double your age that could, because no, no, you have the that. Next you have grandparents. season of
2: parenting ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. So someone who has like middle school, high school for me, I have like 4K in kindergarten because they've been there. But like I said, you have to balance that. You have to have people like in your stage now mm-hmm. so you can be like in the trenches with you. For But real. then you have yeah. to have someone who's been there, done that, and who you go, your kids look good. Yeah. And um yeah, I think that's really... Important and someone who's also spiritually on the same page as mm-hmm.
0: you, or they're going to give you weird directions mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, that's really that's really, that's really good. good. And what's great is that you now Casey's kids are perfect. Oh my! But gosh. you get to see and have walked life with us that we go, oh my gosh, like what's going on with this child? And and there's a reality that they do turn out good, but it's great when you have people who are a few years or a few seasons older than you to say, oh. You know, Isaiah never napped. <laughs> to go, oh, he turned out okay. You know, or or Aubrey always dressed herself, and I just yeah. let her look like that. And now she's a little fashionista, and most of the time she matches now. So it's like it's this stuff that uh, that you, like you said, they've turned out a few years ahead, not just like they're a grade ahead, right? Right. To say, okay, they threw temper tantrums too, and we got a hold of it, but literally they will not end up in jail. Like that's that is helpful too. And there are no perfect kids, so yeah, I guess
2: I probably phrase that wrong. I'm not looking so much for like parents with perfect kids. I'm looking for a family dynamic Mm -hmm. that I like Mm -hmm. and goals that I like in the family like compass is pointed the direction that I want to go. Yeah. And that's I see that in your families. That's really So yeah, because I think all of our kids are just think about us. We were Oh man, Sassy. we had our stages. Oh, Ooh, and
0: then we get it some more in than others. Yeah, just yeah. kidding.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, and I think no, I met
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like so worried she's gonna offend us now. Jenny, you're a friend. Um,
1: you're I'm young. <laughs>
0: you're young. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I think gym shop. Just kidding. Gym we gym can shop. edit that out. <laughs> um, I think that you know, like, none of our kids are perfect. So having that in the trenches, because I know we've had lots of conversations about. Being in the trenches, yeah. Yeah. And knowing that it's okay. I think that's what's super important about having this circle with you and then the circle ahead of you. Right. So that you have this, how do I do this right now? Mm -hmm. And then what's it going to look like, you know, down the road? Well,
0: because we can have conversations which I've not had with you because I, if we're mentoring you, we wouldn't want to share with you some of the things we're going through. Because you'd be like, I have my own issues in kindergarten. This is, this is junior year. This is freshman year. And it, it would make someone who you're, you're um, at a different stage with stress. Whereas we can be like, no, no, it's going to be fine. And I'll be praying. Or, oh, yeah, I'll that be sucks. So I'll be praying. So it is, it is helpful to have the peer and to have the yeah. people ahead of you for sure. Yeah.
1: Okay, so here's here's a question. Okay. Here's a question. What is something you wish um, you would have known 10 years ago? In your so, parenting, not your parenting. In your, your parenting. In, in your I would parenting. have used
0: sunscreen sooner. <laughs> what would you have done differently okay. as a young mom? If you knew if you knew now what you know now. I would have been an older mom. Oh yeah! Wow. I would have okay. started but later. But you got married really young. Yeah. So, so we were you, together seven years before we had Isaiah and Aubrey. So that was. I mean, it's not like I would have. I needed more time with Sean. Yeah. It's that. But at the same time, I think that, and then I. You I would wonder. Have had different kids then. Right. I would I have had different kids, but I also think well. I wouldn't have had the same energy. Maybe I would have been a little more frazzled because it wasn't just like I got one on the hip and one in a car seat and we're, you know, I'm nursing in a stall at a Applebee's, like in a bathroom stall because that's what I had to do. And like, I probably wouldn't have maybe been as flexible if I was 30 or 32 versus 25. But I do think that the older I've gotten, the more I valued and cherished my kids. Mm-hmm. And I think in the early years I took it for granted now I took it less for granted because we had trouble getting kids here I can't imagine if we wouldn't have lost babies and had miscarriages I would have just like taken my kids for granted I for sure still look at them and go you are a living miracle we were genetically incompatible like you're amazing uh but for one I'm like I'm gonna be really young and Isaiah's out of the house in two years and Aubrey's out of the house in three years like I am a little like, gosh, that went really quick. And I feel like I could still be doing this 10 more years and be like, so, so that I also think as having toddlers and babies, I was trying to, I thought I had to work towards my goals and dreams, no matter what their age was. So mm-hmm. at infancy and toddlers and kindergarten, and I had, I felt like I needed to still be fulfilling rather than realizing that is the short season, mm-hmm. take off that time of Gold, being gold driven for five years, and then move into that. And so I did take. I mean, I was forced to. Um, in a and it's a good thing, but their first or second grade through like fourth fifth. So like there was a good three to four years where uh, I did homeschool, and that was for the sake of we were having issues at school or couldn't find a great fit and that was great that I can look back and go oh like I wasn't a good homeschool mom but I had lots of time with my kids so I yeah that that was a lot Mm, that's
1: great (laughs) what is that's really good insight what is your um this is for Ginny we'll wrap it up with this okay what is your favorite what is your favorite part about being a mom right now? Mm. The, first of all, mm. tell the listeners and viewers what stage you're in. What are your kids' ages or for Sure. My son, Sawyer, is four,
2: and he's in 4K. And my daughter, Sienna, is five, and she just started kindergarten. But so with her, I think my favorite thing is that she's transitioning from this Tiny baby toddler preschooler who I've been with all the time. And now I'm not with her like eight hours a day. That's a change for mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's transitioning like into this little girl. Mm-hmm. Like in the way she looks. And she's so tall and she's growing up so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, And she wants to pick out her clothes. And she wants to put on lip gloss before school. Oh. And you know, she talks about... Um, I'm not going to get married, and I'm not marrying a boy. And she's starting to just, like, think these big grown-up things Mm -hmm. and ask these big questions that she just— she's turned that corner Mm -hmm. from, like, little, like, Mm -hmm. tiny baby to, like— so that's that's really special for us as parents. I know Jonathan feels the same way. That's really special for us as parents to be there just to witness that, Mm -hmm. like, change and trying to, like, just soak in— all the moments, like, we've had losses. And um, I do feel like because of that, we view our kids in a different way. Mm-hmm. We have just—they're so precious. And every day, I'm just—I can't look at them the same mm-hmm. way. I look mm-hmm. at them and just go, you are such a gift. Yeah. Sawyer, um, he's still very much in the little little boy, um, not the big kid phase. I feel like he's still just my little baby. Mm-hmm. And— I'm really loving that face. He's a snuggler. He's a cuddler. So I'm really like just soaking up all those little baby moments with mm-hmm. him. I mean, he's four. He's not a baby, but he's my baby. He's a sweet so. little I love that. I love watching you talk about your kids right yeah. now. It's, yeah. it's so
1: cute. All of it's the options, so It's great. I, I love so them <laughs> yeah. I need, to, <laughs> like, I with I need that. to go see them now. Like, Okay, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Thanks for sharing because I think it's so important for mom's to hear other moms talk about Mm -hmm. how they're feeling, what stage Mm -hmm. they're in, how Mm -hmm. they handle things. And so enjoy the season you're in. Find some moms in the same season. I loved how Ginny put it, so you can be in the trenches together. And then look for those other moms that are maybe just a a few seasons ahead of you so that you can really be teachable and ask the questions like, what's next or what do we do? Uh, So thank you so much. And thank you for Flourish. If, If you're not a part of Flourish now, just look for it. We will have marketing advertising it's something that we would love for all moms to have an
0: opportunity to be a part of. And if you would like to connect further with us about Cheery Conversations or myself, you can go to sunnyhennessy.com. Maybe you've got ideas for topics, guests. We want to hear it. I want to connect with you. Go to sunnyhennessy.com. And join us next
1: week for another Cheery Conversation at the same time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to sunnyhennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week!